take it off, bro. We can, do we, can, we can do shirts off. Should we do shirts off? All right, let's do it. At least for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, right. until we cool down. <laughs> That's right, man. All right, I like where this is going already. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Well, did you see the new Bob Dylan uh, Rolling Thunder thing? I saw a trailer for it, oh, okay. and it's at the IFC Center. Yeah, it's also on Netflix. Not, oh, is not it? To be a bug, not to be a, not to be a buzzkill. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. Night, I'm gonna go see it at IFC in between Quality spots. Of the footage. I know it's, it's a, it is mesmerizing. I'm I'm looking forward to a night where I got a spot at like 7:30 and not another one till like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'll go catch a little Bobby Dills. Yeah, you know. I got invited to Lincoln Center and then copped out and watched it on Netflix. Ah, oh, a little. I mean, I have a nice flat screen and one of those like sound good for systems, you. You know, good I for mean, you. So. I just got Time Warner or, or Spectrum, right? Yeah. And the guy who installed it was like cool as hell. We're like smoking cigs, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, dude, you, you got can Netflix smoke down on here, here. I think. No, uh. I think no, he so. said no. No, 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 no. Shirts off, cigs out. <laughs> Shirts off, cigs out. I mean, cigs out. Let's wait and see if somebody complains. Yeah. But it's a basement. Um, which are, oh, well, you I know quit what? smoking. I want I want to talk about that for a second. I got I got a butt pouch that I a keep my cigarettes, pouch. my butts in. Wait, so oh, that I, I saw you do some wild shit with that yeah. up there. I was like, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah. I what's keep all my butts in, in here because I feel bad I about polluting. That. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I feel like I'm if you poor. smoke, no. I don't know. It's, it's well, I tell, I tell Carmen, <laughs> I tell my daughter, people who smoke. Are selfish and they litter Aww. all the time. Yeah, well, well, pe- well I mean, it's good to go put a far. negative stereotype yeah, for the daughter. It's an eight-year-old. But have you uh, read Napoleon Hill's book, Outwitting the Devil? No. This is a good book. Yeah. For, for you, I'm recommending. It. All right. Yeah, because I know it. I know that I'm you're into uh, getting your shit together. Yeah. As am I. And yes. uh, you're a. Uh, I've done a little devil. bit of research on you. Oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> You're, I couldn't resist psychoanalyzing you too. Oh, uh, here we You're go. Fun. I can't wait. I You're can't fun wait. across the board. And I listened to a bit of the Duncan Trussell one, and that got deep. Oh yeah. So I, I, I love I, Duncan. I, yeah, he's uh, he's really cool. He's I would become love to a, meet a good him. buddy of mine. Yeah. Is he is he as cool as he seems? Or the most he, righteous dude around. Psyop. He's great. No? Okay. He's great, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. I love hanging out with him. We have the yeah. most fun, wild, deep talks. That's cool. That was yeah. that got deep, that one. Yeah. Yeah, and I dig I dig anyone that I can have like a deep talk with and mm-hmm. then like joke joke. Yeah. Deep, 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 joke joke. Yeah, deep, you know? deep, 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 glory hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you have done Sorry the research. Sorry I beat you to the punch <laughs> on that. <laughs> oh, shit. It's so, I always forget that all my shit's out there. Yeah. And uh, so it's like very funny when I, I go on like podcasts or whatever and people are like, yeah. so and how about this? Maybe you don't and feel like, like talking about that. Where'd right? you find that? Right, like you maybe know? you feel like, yeah, I shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah, you know, well, I'm hey, you know, I, I'm a, I'm an open book, baby. Read me. Yeah, you are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
Oh, but let's go with Outwitting the Devil real quick. Because yeah. in the in it's a Napoleon Hill who wrote Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. You know, Think and Grow Rich, that Mm-mm. book? No. He's no. from like the 1917, sort of 1930s mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. And uh, in this book, Outwitting the Devil, he interviews the devil. And the de- and he asked the devil, what's worse, drinking or smoking? Whoa. And I know you're uh, a sober guy. Yeah, yeah. And so you don't drink. Mm-mm. But the devil, and I'm a sober guy too, by the way. I don't drink. It's been, yeah. it's been years since nice. I drank. Nice. Good for you, man. Yeah. But the devil says uh, smoking is, is his favorite thing to fuck humans up. More yeah. so than drinking. Uh-huh. And this was like in the 1930s. Yeah. Um when doctors told people hey you should smoke you while should. they smoked yeah you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah while yeah, they yeah. smoked while they while should. they're doing surgery in an open room yeah. not sterile at all and yeah. they're smoking you should smoke yeah 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 like that's good for you to smoke so mm-hmm. this was the, that this book was ahead of its time and it didn't get published until 2010 but the reason why the devil said he likes smoking is cuz it creates drift Drift. It, it creates humans to drift, and from drift, he can get in there and like interesting and work all his uh, seductive. Because whenever satanic. I smoke, I'm drifting away from something. Well, it's like I look at it like because I've recently quit smoking. I'm not trying to high step, mm-hmm. and and plus I had the jewel, which is just a mm-hmm. constant like mm-hmm. nicotine pleasure device. I was jeweling indoors and then smoking outdoors. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true addict through. Oh through. Yeah, 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 I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, but I'm a runner now. And if I don't, if I smoke, it's harder for me to run. I cannot run half a block without being like, <laughs> right. But I ride my bike yeah. everywhere. And, and you crush it up it's the bridge. It's so weird. You go to the yeah. bridge, there's no problem. Do you no. pass people on the bridge? Oh, yeah. I got a little bell, ding, ding. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. hand signals are very important. Brooklyn Bridge know? or Manhattan Bridge? Williamsburg. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Takes me about, took me about maybe like, twenty minutes to get here. Oh yeah. Takes me about twenty five to get to the cellar from from my front door. Yeah. You know, which isn't too bad at all. What's the I cellar? Got good like? tunes playing. Uh, it's great, man. It's the best. Yeah. I love it there. Yeah. It's, it feels like a real home. It's how, nice. How long have you been? A year. Working there. A year. A year yesterday. What that you've been just going there and. and actual work like got passed working there as a as a comic wow so yeah 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 Yeah, it's great but i you know it's it's uh it's great because tonight i gotta leave here and go there for the eight o'clock and it's gonna take me like eight minutes on my bike which isn't too bad right uh but if i was gonna walk i was gonna have to leave way earlier because it's like a half hour walk how often do you work there man uh they've been really good to me so i'll be there anywhere between two to seven times a week wow Wow. yeah that's amazing yeah it's great when i when i was looking you up i i I checked the seller's schedule and it's like uh, you're at the at the underground at the cellar like on every single yeah yeah multiple times a night yeah yeah it's great man it's really great i i mean they have three venues all under the umbrella of the cellar and uh you know you can you can bounce back and forth between the two mm-hmm. which is really great and uh one night i had to host two shows at one time which is like wild <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm like running back and forth down there and i and i love it because the village is so great i'm i'm such a fan of like old new york like i i have very much respect for the people that came before me and and you know i gotta stop and think you know like 
Carlin, Dylan, Hendrix, they all beat their feet to the street That's doing right. what I'm doing right now, you know. Yeah. So it's funny to imagine, you know, me, you know, getting off stage here and then zooming down the block. And, and you know, I wonder how many times they did that, you know, to go yeah. from one spot to the other. And then, like, you get to know all these characters in the streets that, like, live and breathe the fucking village. And uh, there's all these guys, you know, there's Pops, this old guy, this his name's Colin Ryan, and he sells books, and he's a Vietnam vet, and he was, he was in the <laughs> hospital in Vietnam, and he was there for two years. I go, how'd you pass the time? He goes, eating pussy and Percocets. <laughs> Is that why like, his voice right. sounds like I that? I swear to you, go talk to him <laughs> on the street. That's exactly how he sounds. There's Tiger Hood, a dude Wait, that where? hits government milk cartons across the street, and he's like autistic for golf. Tiger Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a dude named Jamaica. He's from Jamaica. He sells drugs and he calls me Delaware because that's where I'm from. Right. So I'm running down the street to get to another spot, and he goes, Delaware. I'm like, Jamaica. We fist bump. I fist bump him too hard because I'm like running with all my force. That's great. You know, yeah, yeah. There's Judah, the guy with the... um, uh. Uh, tinfoil all over his head, this shine shoes. Yeah. You know, he's got tinfoil in his mouth on his head, and Amazing. he acts like he doesn't, you know? It's fucking great. It is. the um, That's the thing about... Because have you ever fucked around with L.A.? Have you, like, had I've affairs been there twice, with L.A.? And really? I that's it. hated it. Wow. I've hated it. See, me and L.A. have a vibe, too. I hang Ugh. out in L.A. I love L.A. I'll spend months there. But when you come to New York, it's exactly what you're describing. It's the emotion. On, yes. There's nothing like the emotion on the street. Yes. Just, from the ladies, yes. from the you know, from yes. all the people you're describing, and the smoking dudes, whatever, whatever your parade is uh, is my thing. So I sit out on the stairs at the cellar with mm -hmm. me and a couple comics, and that's, we're just that's smoking. That's the good thing about smoking. watching everything yeah. go by, seeing shit, commenting, joking, yeah. and it is just like the life I've always wanted to live. Yeah, you it know? is. It's the I, best. I I feel like. You know, a, a little mayor of town going around just knowing these characters and seeing people. And, you yeah. know, I, my, my grandfather in Delaware was like that. He was a barber on on um, on this street. He had a shop and he knew all the shopkeepers and everything. And he'd go around at Christmas and give everyone candy. And everybody knew Danny, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like I can bring a little of that to New York and it feels nice. That is nice. I, w I wonder if I could do that with like pranayana breathing on the street instead. Oh. No, that's not a Get social. Get people to breathe? Like... Yeah, just a like That's breath of fire on the street. That's you know? great. Yeah, and then, then yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd fit right in. Actually, yeah, like, why not? That would fit. I then you I, can be Billy the Breather. That's what we'll call you on the street. Okay, Billy the Breather. I like mm -hmm. that. I I think of the historical figures a lot when I go like around St. Mark's Church and all that, and I think yes. about like Jack Kerouac most. Or yes. Allen Ginsberg, Red Hal here. I don't know if yes. he did, but in my right? mind, he did. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, for sure, man. Yeah, you know, all that history. Oh, dude, Lower East Side, right around here. Yeah, I mean, right here. These streets, Lou Reed used dude. to fucking cop dope in the park, and fucking around here used to have yeah. people shit on his face, and yeah. all this crazy wow. shit, you know? <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah but New York City, man, I, I just, I love, I, I'll, I'll never, my favorite line in Ghostbusters, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> It's <laughs> funny. You're funny, dude. Thank you. My uh, favorite line in Ghostbusters <laughs> is at the end when Winston's everyone goes, I love this town. That's how I feel all the time. So how long have you been in this damn 2003. town? 2003. Okay. Oh. Good mm -hmm. amount of time. That is the way I feel about this town still, too. And I've been here, not not that it's like a bragging thing, but right. even longer. You know? Hell yeah, when? Yeah, like over 20 years now. God damn. 20, 25 That's years. That's great. Something like that. I yeah. love it. 
And it's like I feel like that too. Yeah. But I go away for long periods of time. Mm. Like I'll go I'll like go do the winter on the west coast. Oh. I go to this little town in You're Mexico. You little hibernator called Todos Santos, Mexico. Whoa. Baja. 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 The Baja men. I'll go look at whales and like Who let the Joe out? Who <laughs> It is who let the Joe out all the way. That's great. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I gotta leave this as much as i live and breathe this town i yeah. gotta leave the city yeah. every once in a while or else i lose my fucking mind oh yeah that's you what know? i mean and when you come back it like reinvents itself for you it's like it's like yo, when you cheat on on a partner yeah you gotta get out you gotta get away and when you come back you love it even more that's what's happened to me mm -hmm. I, I, even... I gotta write that down that was great that was well we were recording this by the way so <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> so it's all recorded on multiple cameras and audio um, shit, I, I had a good thought. I, I wanted to ask about the comedy cellar. It, it's, it seems like it's its own universe. Yeah. Over there. And it, is it self-sustaining just to be at the comedy cellar every night for you? Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, there's a lot of comics in town who go there. Like, how many people pretty much, like, are there every night? I mean, it's it's uh, a rotating cast of characters, and um, a lot of uh, you know, you like like last night, fucking, uh, you know, I'm hosting a show and it's just fucking bonkers. Jessica Kirsten goes up and blows the roof off. I mean, she demolished. She got a standing <clears throat> ovation from half the people in the crowd on a fucking Saturday night 9:30 show, you know. And then she closes the show out, and it's like this can't get any better. And then I got to bring Judd Apatow on stage. That's incredible. You know, and he couldn't follow her. But <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, it's uh, it's great, and and you know, it's it's funny when when people some people are out of town, you get more work. When some people are in town, you know, the spots are slim pickings. But I've been very fortunate in the year that I've been there to get a lot of work and kind of rise to the occasion and and do a good enough job to where I'm I'm uh you know uh, working constantly, which is fucking great, you know. But but that place you always want to be on your toes and step your game up because you know nothing's guaranteed. How often do you have to like change up your material? Well, if you're working constantly, it, like it all depends on the show, on the scenario. You know, if if I'm emceeing, if I'm hosting, yeah. uh, a lot of it's crowd work, and then I kind of go into material because I feel like as a host, all the other comics are doing material, and if yeah. you get the crowd too into crowd work, they're going to think they're the show. Yeah, but they got to be part That's of the show to like loosen them up and yeah. get them all right, and then you slowly spit on it and slide the jokes in yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so everyone can get used to getting fucked with jokes <laughs> you know and uh but then like on, on regular it slide stuff, the joke in yeah, wait yeah, yeah. what yeah I'm, I'm trying to make it so everyone <laughs> understands you know i think everybody and, uh, understood that that's right that's that's i did a good job then parents put the kids you know? to bed at yeah this point. put the kids I mean, to bed the shirts the, are the off shirts, once the shirts went mm -hmm. off it was like time to do that um that's an interesting point you say about the crowd starts thinking it's about them because I, I tend to do a lot of banter as a mu musical mm -hmm. act. Um, and Well, uh, music and comedy is way different. I know, and I want to get to that. But like, but, but similar in so many ways. But I could like get the, the crowd can get riled up and think that yeah. and I got to like, you know, just go song after yeah. song. But how, I, and, it, and it depends on what song you're going into, yeah. how riled you get them up. If, if you yeah. rile them up and then you go into like a slow acoustic song, it's like, right. what the fuck? There's so much energy yeah. in the room that you got to be in tune with and pick up on and vibe with and grab right. and ride and everything that yeah. like, that's so important. And, and I say this all the time and I'd say it to say it to myself, but this is all so much more than jokes. 
jokes are such a small part of all of this. Oh my god, I love that you're saying that because I wanna. I my dream is to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I'm even doing a podcast. Cool. Well, you know, we it, got enough. Stay in your lane. It, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what you what you just said was super inspiring. That it's not even about the written material. It's more about presentation, personality. For for like, me, I for think me. for everyone. And and I, and I think, but I I mean, funny is funny. You got to be funny above all. Yeah. But well, it, you, you got to be, I mean, you got to be, well, we'll see what happens on stage, but we got to be, <laughs> we, you know, you, you got to have jokes. Yeah. Obviously you got to fucking make them laugh. You got to keep their attention. Yeah. But I'm talking about the psychology of it all, the energy in the room, what goes on outside when you're off the stage dealing with all these rejections, all these, right. you know, things. Explain that more. It's uh, like, you know, you, you like just talking yourself back onto a stage, all the knocks you take, like all that. Well, work. yeah, but I mean, like, you know, when you're not on stage, you're you're writing, you're pitching, you're working on projects, you're doing mm-hmm. creative things. Yeah. And a lot of those things lead to nowhere. You know, right. you work so hard on this thing that's your baby, and then you got to, like, be able to take your knocks, and, yeah. and it's, it's poker. Right. You know, you play your hand, and no matter if you win or lose, you go on to the next hand, and if you obsess about your last hand, it's going to fuck up the hand you just got. Right. And if you future trip on, like, oh, man, I need this card to come out, and it doesn't, you're going to be even more disappointed. So you just got to play your hand, take your winnings, take your losses, move on to the next hand. All right, speaking of cards, then. Here we go. Pick a card. Okay. You got helium? Yeah, hold on. Helium. Yeah, helium. I don't fuck with helium. Oh, he doesn't fuck with helium. Yeah, we yeah don't I, I ain't doing that. Why? Yeah. What was this? What were you going to do? You're going to read this card, and the helium voice is funny. Oh, but, no, no, no. But I, you don't I, fuck I, with helium. Sorry. We'll take your shirt off, but no helium. Everybody's I know. Got, I, I, I don't want to do anything that will alter my uh, state of mind, and helium will suck some oxygen uh, out of my brain. Yeah, it's not a drug, but go ahead. Wow. This is an Angel of Abundance Oracle card. Whoa. This speaks so much to my heart. I knew it would. Wow. Can I read it? Of course. Yeah? (laughs) Conscious consumer, you have the power to heal and help the world with your decision to buy... Oh, I I only read power to heal and help the world. (laughs) With your decision to buy only products and services that are ethical and environmentally friendly. What? Oh, my God. As a conscious consumer, you choose to invest in fair trade and organic goods. You live simply and you purchase... (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that. But also... Whoa. Conscious consumer. Bro, see, it it does. A little bit. It does. A little bit. (laughs) I dig the fact that I got the power to heal and help the world because that's what I want to do. Yeah. But buying products. But then it went into some weird political campaign. I, I know. What, what is campaign. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, is this sponsored know. by Elizabeth Warren? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got successful funding. Whoa. What is it? Why is all this have to do with money? <laughs> Your idea is divinity guided and supported by the same infinite wisdom of God that gave you the idea. Which deck is this, Jim? I don't know. It's a new one I bought. Do not allow money concerns to prevent you from turning it into reality. Crowdfunding, part- <laughs> partnerships, and other investments are available to help you. By the way, support us on Patreon. <laughs> ah! There he goes. The yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and what's your podcast called? Uh, Sex Ian the City. The city. Yeah, nice. that's right. Yep, Ooh. check it out. I got words of abundance. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to instantly manifest abundance by choosing powerfully positive words. Mm. Wow, that's so funny! Well, it was given to the guy who said the least on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> well, but but he's also the producer and the booker, and he's constantly critical of my interviewing skills. Whoa, yeah. how's he doing? 
And Joe's doing good. Yeah. But I have to tell him, like, because there's a good, uh, I box and there's a great boxing trainer that says, tell people what they're doing right rather than telling them what they're doing wrong. That's so Positive important. Positive reinforcement. That's we've so literally, important. We've literally had that conversation That's recently. So, so that card also. I dig that. I dig that. Do we do the whole podcast shirts off or do we put shirts Doesn't on? Doesn't matter to me. Uh, we can put shirts on. Let's I'm put cooled shirts off back now. on. We it'll be like a four shirt part series. Yeah, I just think, and then we can cha- trade. Well, it's funny because and then we can I, trade. Shirts. Yes. Well, I can't. I can't go up at the cellar all fucking sweaty, sweaty. and wet. You know what I mean? I like that. That's a wild one. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it was a painting my grandfather made. That's awesome. Yeah, I just got this. It's Gail. It's my mom's name. That's cool. Yeah, she got Ian right here. That's nice. She's like really sweet. Sorry. That's okay. Has anyone ever been this much of a mess on the podcast? Um, I doubt Dave Hill's doing this. I don't know. This was. <laughs> Wait, what's that mean? No, I I love Dave Hill. He's the only guest I remembered in the email that you <laughs> mentioned. Oh, well, we pod. have uh, Todd Barry coming tomorrow. Oh, I love Todd. I That's excited. so great. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome, man. Have you ever met him? Yeah, yeah. We I hang out a lot at the cellar, cellar man. Yeah. yeah, he's my punk rock pal. Oh he's, yeah, uh, buds he's into... with Henry Rollins, Ian Mackay. Should we ask him a question from you? Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm afraid of him. Um, you are? are you <laughs> no, really? no, I'm kidding, I'm How kidding. How high is he in the comedy hierarchy? Oh, come on. Ah, he's great, man. He's super yeah, high. He's so high. That, that's the thing about the cellar. I thought you were talking about how, like, you were, no. you were surrounded by such great, talented people that it, it can't help but light a fire in your ass yeah. to, to be up there with them what and, and how do you think it compares to like when all those comedians out in the west coast talk about the the store the store this the store is i it, mean the store is a totally different vibe I, what do you think I, the difference is the store has a weird dark energy with it oh yeah it's I got feel. like the guy yeah like some death happened I, I, and yeah that. and i feel like More uh drugs, a lot of it there's like you gotta like like um no one tells there are all these unwritten rules and mm-hmm. no one tells you about them and so, like, you'll make an ass out of yourself, and everyone will be like, <laughs> and like, laugh at oh, you. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, more like, of a hazing environment. Or I, I, I hazing tough through love. like, w- there's that at the cellar, but it's tough with love. I, there's tough love, but it's always with like, uh, ah, I'm doing this because I like you, I respect you. Yeah. At the store, I feel like it's like a malicious thing. Like this guy, I showed up there for the first time. I was booked on a show, and there are a bunch of different rooms. I went, and I go, hey man, and he goes, I, I don't have the time for this, and I go. Oh, sorry. I, I was just wondering uh, where this is. He goes, "Look, it's it's over there. I I just you gotta leave." And I'm like, "Okay," and n- not you know I it's so weird moving further along in this, and I still view myself as like a no one. So I just was like, "Okay," right. And then like later, this guy found out. I not found out who I was, but knew right that, that you, you know had I'm some like serious crap. I, I whatever we whatever. could call it serious crap. But he uh, he came up to me and goes, "Hey man, I, uh, two years later, hey, I just want to apologize for being rude to you. I uh, I just thought you were a shitty open micer. I didn't know who you were, and I was like, ah, whatever. It should happen. That's a weird apology. Why not? If because the apology, I th- in my opinion, would have been good. If hey, I'm sorry, I was shitty two years ago. And yeah, and there. Yeah, and then that way you can just pretend. But then that, that gets it's in my not, head because <laughs> I I view everyone as like equals, and I never want to be like, hey, you're below, you're above. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like. Then I shit. It makes me shit on myself to be like, "Hey, I'm a nobody, man." You know, it's like, "What?" You know, so I'm I'm dealing with a lot of uh, perception, dealing with uh, how the world perceives me, and and understanding that, and and being okay and aligned with that. You know, and how do you think the world perceives you? I don't know. It's like a a good funny dude. Yeah. You know. Oh, you're, um, 
you're well liked. Yeah, yeah. I and it took me a while to see that because I I did not like myself well enough. You know, Whew, I can mm-hmm. relate to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. But yeah. I think that's why, like, creative. A lot of people that feel that way get into the creative fields because yeah. then they let their work speak, and then it it takes a while to catch up for how yeah. to perceive yourself as how others perceive you. Yeah. I I spent a long time, yeah, just trying to be impressive with like music and this, that, and the mm. other thing. And then over the last few years, I really switched the focus to just like working on myself mm-hmm. as my priority. Yeah. And then all the all the work is yeah. kind of becoming better and better yes. and stronger and all stronger. All of that self uh, reflection and mm-hmm. and chiseling away at all the the plaque we have in our lives builds up and bleeds into every other thing in our life. Yeah, you know my Absolutely. my relationships have been flourishing ever since I've, you know, really started taking care of myself. Yeah, and that's very important to me. You know, have you ever heard of NoFap? I, I it, the response I'll give it may be one of ignorance because I don't specifically know what it is. So I'm going off of what I think it is. Yeah. Is that where you don't masturbate? No masturbation. Uh-huh. I just thought this would be an interesting topic to bring up to you just uh-huh. based on some of your material too. Uh-huh. Like how um I've h- tried to do how that. How free you are with talking about your proclivities in Uh that realm you know yeah i just think it would be interesting uh because i'm currently practicing that no way yeah is that why you hit on that girl when we were walking down the street because you got a bunch of fucking jizz saved up i just said she had nice shoes nice shoes tall people rule i was like what the hell she was tall and she had nice shoes and she smiled and then he goes nice bazungas and i was like joe i did not say that (laughs) that part is bullshit (laughs) then he went up and sniffed her ass like a dog it was very strange you gotta jerk off this all happened in your mind (laughs) no i i i've tried to do that it's it's very very difficult (laughs) you try every day (laughs) i try every day until about noon (laughs) and i give in No, but I was just like thinking too because that would be like a funny a funny left turn for you to take in your material too. Well, I be- I have tried that and I found uh a sense of ease after a sense of discomfort. You know, it's like quitting anything, you have withdrawal, yeah. you know. Well, I was like thinking that too just based on like quitting drinking, quit quit porn, mm. you know, like porn is, I try I've porn done that is before. destructive. Uh, Very. Like, and I've like eliminated that out of my life for years now. Whoa! And that's been uh, incredible. You know? Really? Oh yeah. You dig it? I definitely do. Yeah. It's definitely, wow. Definitely a big thing. Like good for you. For me, is as like deep of a healing thing as no drinking. Oh. Uh. Because that shit is like, uh, that shit'll like just fucks your. Yeah. Well, it fucks your brain up in a lot of ways because what it does is it like. Uh, what's it called? You're, it, it's such an endorphin power punch. It's like it's like heroin or something. Yeah. How crazy, like you know, euphoric that shit is. I'll look with, at it on my phone. Right, and it and it like and so what that does is it spikes your endorphins, and then what n- what not watching it does is it resets all your endorphins. Mm. So then, therefore, like you have like this sort of easy, like pleasure things are ple- more pleasurable easier like riding mm. your bike over the bridge is suddenly like wow this feels really good whereas if you spiked your endorphins before that bike ride that shit would just be like this kind of sucks you know what i mean it's it yes. works like on that level and then it works on the level of also like f- 
brainwashing you into all kinds of forms of sexual behavior that maybe aren't really intrinsic to who you are, but you'll never know because you keep like getting brainwashed, mm. like you keep like actively brainwashing yourself mm -hmm. with those kind of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the, like the brahmacharya like thing of like just maintaining your seed and semen retention and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff is powerful. And yeah, you do wind up telling girls they have nice shoes on the streets a little bit easier but also that's not a bad thing because right. then you're out in the world and you're not like mm. you know it's like it's fun and that girl smiled and she the, loved it she loved it she loved it i did not sniff her butt no and the bazooka thing didn't happen <laughs> everything else did happen yes yes i will admit and guess what they were nice shoes they were nice they shoes. were cool shoes and she was really tall and and I I like getting well you like know she then was like as tall as me so it was very like yes and like yes. that's why I said tall people unite like yes of it course was like, you know <laughs> no no now you're in your feelings <laughs> no I'm not no, no I'm not no no, I'm no. I, I totally it to get people. it I totally I'm get not. it I I whenever I see someone with something I like or like something I identify with like a band shirt or something yeah. I'm always like yeah hey all right you yeah. know because yeah. I feel like it feels good to reach out and make a connection with someone yeah. in that moment that's why I, I love riding the bike yeah because when you have an instance of people that go <gasps> And they yeah. panic because you're coming. You yeah. have a split second to reassure them that it's okay you're and go. Coming. What are you like coming? Like oh. like you're coming down the street. Oh, I got yeah, confused because yeah. what we were talking. We're talking about semen. Right? Well, I come when I'm on my bike. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. When but, when someone sees you, they have a moment of panic, and you can reassure them and go, "No, yeah. you're okay," and yeah. then smile, and they go, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. And it's like a little planting seeds of connection wherever you go. Planting seeds. Mm -hmm. Man, your brain thinks. Man, if you went no fap. You're, I, I can't imagine what your language would turn into because really? it already is super sexual. Yeah, I'm an incredibly yeah. sexual being. Yeah, I just wrote a joke where I was like, I, when but, I, but all great, all great artists are. Yeah, that is that's that's across the board. But like Nikola Tesla, he was like a no fapper dude. Really? Oh yeah, that's why he discovered how to light up the whole world because he had nothing else to do. Because he had nothing else to do but hang out. Imagine with a pigeon that, right? And like figure out how to be a genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, he'd be in darkness if, if he just, was jerking off. And and I don't like. I'm just like thinking like when I was like checking out all your work and stuff. I was like thinking like that would be such a cool thing for him to go from like. Being like like speaking a lot on this subject and then transitioning into this subject mm -hmm. too, and I think that would be like a cool dynamic arc. And I hope you don't mind me saying that. Not like, at all. I anything, appreciate I, that. Yeah, I respect you. And yeah, that thank like, you. I appreciate yeah, that so much. Because I told Aidy I might bring that up, and he goes, "Well, just be nice. Make <laughs> no. sure, make sure you're nice to the guy." That's his word card. Like, That's yeah. his word card. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be nice, dude. What do you mean? I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's interesting because I, that's also something not a lot of people are talking about too. Right. I like talking about it. You know, and mm -hmm. it, it, what's weird about talking about it too, though, is it's like if you talk about the fact that you're not doing it, you're the pervy one. Like I find that weird, right? Like people assume, oh, you must be a freak if mm -hmm. you're not doing that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's wait, like when you quit, when you quit drinking, doing... you quit because it was so bad. So if you quit jerking off, it's like, oh, it must, must have been. been you must have lost jobs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm sure I did. Uh, I lost my I'm kids. Talk about I it jerked. Here. I jerked off too much. <laughs> lost my kids. Well, you literally lose your kids. <laughs> yes, every, like, t- every trillions. time. Trillions. Yeah. Trillions of kids yep. could have been had. I I love during the Alabama thing where uh, I was like, if abortion is is homicide, then a blowjob is genocide. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's funny. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I I think that's interesting, and I think I would I you know. These vices I have, I, I would love to cut them out, but there's a, a sense of fear because then it goes, what will I have? You know, like if I quit smoking, what will I have? If I quit jerking off, what will I And I've definitely used jerking off as a coping mechanism Right. Well, you talk years. a lot about it in your act. So, yeah. You know, and uh, I just know, like, my, like, I've gotten a lot out of, like, annihilating porn out of my life. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's one of those things where it's so socially acceptable even though like everybody does it in private, but like yeah. the internet is like obviously that's like apparently the most popular thing. Right. Everybody well, it's so does. hard because when you what is pornography? If you look at Instagram and you follow butt models or even right. girls, I've that, had to I, unfollow them. Yeah, I had to. I, I mean, really, that was a process. Even girls like, or guys that are constantly in bikinis, uh-huh. and you're like, ah, you know, it gets your brain thinking, it, it gets your mind ticking, you know. And then now, so many comics are like, I'm gonna flaunt my body, and it's like, oh god, I can't look at you the same. Well, look at the way we started this podcast two sexy dudes with their shirtless. shirts off I that's mean, right and the <laughs> oh man where do we i was walking here? through times square yesterday and there were girls with their asses and tits painted and there's a girl it. sitting Flags, there yeah. painting her tit and i'm like oh my god and i was with my my bud and she's uh, a lesbian i was like shouldn't you be flipping out right now she's like i'm a lesbian not an animal <laughs> 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 just so funny. Have you ever lived in Manhattan or just Brooklyn? I lived in Manhattan for a little bit. I've lived longer in Brooklyn, yeah. and I like. I I would love to live in the West Village forever. Yeah. That would be like my yeah. goal, you know. But I I love where I'm at in Brooklyn. Um, you know, I got a good thing going. My yeah. location's great, you know, especially with a bike. My neighborhood's fantastic. I got Williamsburg. Yeah, yeah, I got buddies all over the neighborhood. That's I got a, a guy that sells me cigarettes for 10 bucks. You know, my pharmacist isn't, takes isn't care that of what me. They cost? No, they're 15. Pharmacist takes care of you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound sober. No, I'm like just, takes care of me in like I'm just joking. Like uh <laughs> when I come in, he he's like so excited to see I've me had those and we kind like of talk, you know. Before. Well, he gave me an intervention because oh, I yeah. I got hit by a car a while back, and uh, uh, the the uh, doctor was a pi- yeah yeah the doctor was a pill pusher. He's like, "How many Percocet you want?" And I was like, "As many as you can give me." And I ate like yeah. ninety in eight days, and my uh-huh. pharmacist sat me down and was like, "Fidancy, this is no good." He calls me Fidancy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That must so, have been a so hard it was really conversation nice. to have. Yeah, but also it's it's like a a small mom and pop pharmacy, right? Right. And. uh Back in like November, they messed up my medications, and yeah. uh, for two and a half weeks, I was totally off my meds on a different med. I didn't look at the bottle. I just, you know, you go to the the pharmacy, you get your medicine, you take your medicine, and I just business as usual. But they fucked up and gave me a different medication in different bottles, different medication, and so for two weeks, I was off my meds on different meds, and uh, it was ri- no, not pain pills. What just meds? Uh, I'm on Lamotrigine, Zoloft, Gabapentin for really? um, uh, bipolar depression. Really? And uh, it fucked me. It wigged me are the you fuck still out. On, are you still on those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, the, and then finally I got everything was right on my meds and things have been great. But for, for like 
a month and a half period, it was fucking, I was fucking whacked out. It was mm. really fucking bad. I had to go away. It fucking sucked. And uh, because it's like a small mom and pop, everyone I know was like, dude, that's a lawsuit. You could make a ton of money. Yeah, and I'm like, if it that. was CVS, I would, but right. it's it's my buddy Vivek. I can't yeah, do it plus, to him. And plus you're an artist, man. You need to focus on being well, that's How the thing. Awesome that, that's the thing. That would that would be such a fucking nightmare. It would take up so much time. I also had a suit against the city for fucking. <laughs> I got uh, wrongfully imprisoned two years ago for. Uh, they threw me in jail for hopping a turnstile. My records were sealed. Are you kidding? No, no, no. I, I got busted hopping a turnstile, and they just gave me a ticket. Well, my fingerprints were sealed. So to them, they thought that I had a warrant, that I had a prior that uh, I didn't take care of. But in reality, I used to work for the DOE. Mm -hmm. And once my certification ran out, my fingerprints were sealed. And since I didn't renew, they didn't have open access to my fingerprints. So right. in their you know, opinion, I had this warrant. I was arrested before, and I didn't take care of it. So they threw me away. And then uh, the next day, I talked to the lawyer, and immediately he goes... Do you work for the DOA? I go, yeah. And he goes, all right, we're going to get you out of here. Your fingerprints are sealed and you got to, you got to suit against the city. And I was like, what? And then I got a letter. It was like, you were wrongfully imprisoned. Da, 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 contact us. And I was like, man, I'd be such a fraud phony if I sued the city. In, in a way, maybe it would be like, I'm taking up for everyone that's been wrongfully imprisoned, but then right. I would be lying because it would just be a selfish endeavor for me to make money. And then yeah. I would have to lie to them and be like, uh, psychologically, I was uh, blah, blah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, really? I just that. fucking slept uncomfortably for like a little while and then it's had to listen deal. to guys praying and, and yelling at each other. And what a good story. Yeah, Kinda, yeah, right? but but I mean, I, I I would just be a fraud, and that yeah. doesn't sit well with me. So I guess I'll just be poor because I'm not taking advantage of <laughs> these <laughs> money making schemes that have come before me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, don't take care advantage of that one. But have you ever? Uh, how are we doing on time? We good? Good, good. We're a quarter of seven. Quarter till seven. When do when do yeah. you have to leave? Uh, I could leave at like seven fifteen, seven twenty. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we could wrap up by seven fifteen. That'd be perfect. Okay, cool. I got. Uh, have you ever heard of this book called Unconventional Medicine by Chris Kressner? No. You should look into that book too. Yeah. I don't want to like be like a psychologist or like one of those high stepping. You're probably gonna. You're probably gonna put you no know, meds on me, right? Because when mean, it, when you asked about my meds, I saw a face that went. Oh, I know. Wow. I know. The okay. Vata says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, I'm just saying, like, because I've been researching diet a lot lately, and there, and like, it diet. I got, I gotta fucking you already got change it. my diet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Then this is it because, like, I'm, I'm apparently, on board with that, like, a lot of depression and just a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, actually, I like you to smoke because I come. I'm like living vicariously. Yeah. That's what level of smoker, ex-smoker, I am. I love it. Yeah. No, I'm not going there. That was bro. so rude of me because no, whenever was, someone's offered me devil. a drink, I, no, that was the devil. No, you know I'm what? I'm so sorry. Dude, uh, so many of my friends. So one, many of my I'm friends. I'm over here telling you about to get like self help books. That's I'm being so the funny. worst kind of person over here. Dude, let me tell so you. I deserve that. So many of my friends <laughs> that have stopped smoking lately have gone, give me a cigarette. Uh, have it. And, and it's been like ingrained in me that it, all my friends are cigarette relapsing. Bro, if you had a jewel, I would I would hit that. I got one, but it ain't charged. A real cig, I'm not doing it. Yeah. A real cig, I can't. It's insane that teenagers that jewel and adults. That like the most addictive dude, thing. Dude, they will judge existed. the fuck out of me for smoking yeah. and then be like, you know what? 
it is so fucking stupid and bad for you that you smoke. Right. No, I just think I just think you're killing yourself. Yeah. It's caramel. <laughs> I'm like you're fucking you're a jerk off. So, but about that uh, about that unconventional medicine, real quick, because that is like if you address your diet, I'm just gonna be this guy while you smoke. Is that a fair trade? Yeah, of course. Like you're enjoying a delicious please, cigarette, please, and I'm just being. An I value annoying... what you have to say. Let okay, me hear it. that's cool. Just like it, just because I've been researching it a lot, and I've had a lot of issues with depression and all this mm. stuff, you know. And I've like taken care of my diet a lot lately, and just had gotten. I'm just not depressed anymore mm-hmm. at all. And I and you know I've like exper- experimented with meds and stuff here and there in the past too. And it's just like just throwing that out there as like a. Check out some of that stuff. Now, what did you eliminate from your diet? Well, that's very interesting. Right now, I'm eliminating carbs. Like like pretty much like being into ketosis and all that How do we get that stomach like yours? You got like a flat, flab stomach. Like when you sit down, some of the skin is so – you have like no fat. Yeah. So your skin like wrinkles, but there's no fat behind it. You have no rolls. You just have like – the wrinkles, and then you stand up, and it's just like hot. <laughs> and then me, I got this like little inner tube around my belly, and no matter how I'm, much fucking well, I, I ride telling, my bike, it's diet. A, it's diet, bro. It's straight up diet. It's, so what it, do I got to eliminate? Well, Cause let me tell you my diet. In the okay. morning, I do eggs, bacon, and spinach. Uh-huh. Don't eat during the day, and then uh, I eat my free meal at night. And what's the free meal at night? <laughs> Usually a salmon Caesar salad. That's not that bad. But then sometimes at night I gorge cookies uh, okay, or peanut but butter. See, there it is. Boom, boom. But everything else was perfect. Yeah. No, because it's just like a limited. Get or into sometimes I'll eat a hamburger, a cheeseburger. That's okay. Or a steak. Like honestly, like the like the the meat stuff is good. The carbs are no good in terms of just like you know. And mm. and I've tried like veganism and all kinds of stuff like that. I'm experimenting with ketosis and and and. More. That's a new one. Ketosis. Yeah, that's like that. Uh, you know. So I don't know. I just experiment around with it, but um, but I'm definitely that eliminate cigarettes and run every day. La 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 la. I don't want to hear it. I know you don't want to hear it, but it's actually great. But then you can like lose those meds too, because those meds are like, like when you start reading about those, it's like danger danger will robinson i feel better now than i ever have but then if and it's, it's working been, for you and, and you do see an great, insurmountable so struggle to get to where i'm at yeah. i i appreciate your opinion oh is it raining oh that's not outside no. i appreciate your opinion but uh, uh it's gonna be a no for me dog okay <laughs> i'm good well then <laughs> pick another card let's go Mo- the motivation manifesto is the free meal deck. at the cellar yeah there you go. Wow. See? I told this you. This speaks Boom. to me. Boom. Should I say it? Yeah, of course. That's Love is always the final and most complete cure to our inner demons. What, wait, we got to meditate on that. Love wow. is always what? The, f- the final and most complete cure for to our inner demons. See, I'm trying to give you love. You're trying to give me love. I have found so much love and acceptance from the people around me once I started to work on my demons. Yeah. And then once I learned to love myself, I've been yeah. able to love others around me. And yeah. love is so fucking powerful. It and is. I love this so much. Yeah. That's awesome. That fucking is great. Cool. I'm going to take a picture of it. What'd you get? Reality can be shaped and changed by my direct actions. 
And so I will act with constancy to forge my ideal life. Yes. That's right. Yeah. You got to act your way into better thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of things I need to change. Like what? Like what? <laughs> Your sleeve situation? I just had this conversation with Suzette today. Uh-huh. She's like, hey, look, you have to clean up. Like, We need to dress you. You need to shave. We need, you need a haircut. You need to start a better diet. You need like to manage your yeah. time better. It's like everything. Mm-hmm. I'm a mess. I don't think you're a total mess. The cool thing about we being a mess. The cool thing about being a mess is you can look forward to cleaning it up. Yeah, but you right. can get stuck in the mess. That's true. Well, the, it's comfortable. But it the is drift. All... The drift. The devil wants you to drift because he wants he wants you to think it's laid back and it's all good. But really, before you know it, it could be dar- It could be mm. darkness. Now Wisdom what? is knowing who to be and what to do in a given situation. Virtue is acting on that wisdom. Wow. Look at that. I mean, boom. Boom. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> I, I love how a lot of this is about action because not many people take enough action. Yeah. A lot of it's words. My mom ingrained it in me. Action speak louder than words. Yeah. And so much of what we're seeing in this world is just people talking and not doing anything about yeah. anything. Yeah. Which is why I get upset when people present me with problems or like um, injustices. My inclination is, well, all right, okay, that's a problem. What do we got to do to fix it? Let's fix it. Let's make it better. Mm -hmm. And that, in my personal relationships, intimate um, relationships has been tough because uh, a lot of times people don't want immediate fixes. They just want to be heard, you know. Explain that. You know, like when you're with a chick and something's wrong and, and you're like, okay, well, here's, okay, I, I think if we do this, if you just da da da, they're like, I don't want you to be the problem solver right now. I want you to listen. Right. And so I've developed this tactic where when a friend or, or someone in my life starts talking about something, I go, okay, do you want me to listen or do you want my opinion? And then that gives them the option of saying, I, I, I want you to be a listening ear or I want your input because sometimes the input isn't always wanted. Right, and what and uh, what do they usually say? Opinion. They want an opinion. Sometimes, you know, you know, half a third of the time they'll go, just listen. I go, okay. Are you the type of person that gets friends coming to them a lot? For all the time. All the time. And I need to watch out for that because I have a I have a god complex where I want to like fix everything and make everything better. Is that so, what I'm doing over here? Maybe a little bit. No. Okay. No. Good. Um. And I have to look out for that because I'll absorb a lot of people's problems. Are and then my empath? own will fall by the wayside. I am. Yeah. Empath? I really try to be. Yeah. 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 I try to be a, um, a, uh, uh, oh, what was the word? I wrote it down the other day. A, uh, an alpha empath. Right. Wow. <laughs> you know, like a sensitive alpha. Right. You know. What is an alpha empath to you? To me, it's someone that that feels and listens, and then wants to do something about it and take action. Yeah, yeah. And if someone hurts someone, I I want to, you know, do something to to make it better, you know, instead of just like listening. And then like I'm very like vocal about like, you gotta fucking love yourself. Right. You gotta fucking cry and call your mom. You know, like I I'm like very empathetic, but in a very like loud fucking direct 
yeah. way, you know. Is that something you developed with sobriety? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I really had to learn to be empathetic and loving and accepting to myself because I couldn't accept my sobriety for a while. I couldn't accept the fact that I couldn't drink, you know. That was really fucking hard, that I couldn't do this thing that I loved and found, like, a true kinship in. What you know? made you finally make that leap? I what was your bottom? Fucking fell down so many times. I've had so many different. But hey, man, my bottom had a trap door. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that one had a trap door uh-huh, too. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. I had a shovel too because I kept digging. You know what I, I mean? I could tile my bathroom with white chips, bro. Woo! Never heard that one. That's great. Uh, yeah. You know, I just had to get beat down enough to where it was like yeah. it's over. Uh-huh. You know, I tried yeah. so many times ago. This time will do, be different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I got a picture of the last time I did coke. My jaw's on the other side of the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, I am an unhinged snake. Just like. <laughs> yeah. That's just an awful drug. Oh, God. Oh, well, I think alcohol is the worst. Yeah. I, I got a line where I'm like, you know, alcohol, they call it spirits because it takes years away. Yeah. You know? I am a just a godless, soulless shell of a human when i'm drinking i cannot function i am of no service to myself or my fellow man and it's just not good for me right you know so and and i got to accept that and that's okay and something to help me accept that is talking about it on stage because if i talk about stuff on stage i got to be accountable for it i so can't you, be a hypocrite you talk about your sobriety on stage yeah i'd like to get deeper into it but it's it's uh you know it's hard talking about dark stuff because uh the crowd starts getting bummed out yeah, or they like you and they don't want to feel upset for you. You know, they they don't want to think that you're hurting. You know, a lot of people are sympathetic, and then that that's what really bothers me a lot about crowds. When aw aw, but if we're that. talking about it, it's we're owning it. I hate that. You know, sympathy, yeah. sympathy thing. So it's about overcoming that and being able to push through that. You know, so or to ma- just make it a funny turn somehow mm-hmm. but i guess it's difficult with with those kind of subjects right but you you got to do it over and over and you got to fail to to make it better yeah. you know so all right all right <laughs> <laughs> do you meditate man that's something that's come up so much a good friend of mine she pushes meditation all the time and i and she's also pushed not smoking and I choose not to listen because I still have as much as I'm moving forward and trying to do good things and great things for myself internally and externally. I do have a little bit of a fear still of what if I'm fully better, you know? Oh my, I, I feel really great now and it's taken me so much to get here that I'm like, what if I change something up and it doesn't go well? You know, what if I meditate and things aren't good? What if I meditate and things are good? How do you deal with it? You know, and then that goes over and over and it's like, dude, just shut the fuck up and try the thing that's going to make you feel better. You know, so I need to is a short answer. Try the thing that will make you stop thinking so much. Yeah, that's the point. But then in my head, I'm like, well, you succeed because you're constantly thinking. You're constantly analyzing. That's your job. You got to fucking take things, think about it, reflect, turn that into something funny. And what if you have no thoughts? Then you're not going to be good. And then it's like, what if I have clear thoughts and I can take the good things out from all the bullshit? You know? Don't you think the genius comes from the subconscious, though? Or you no. think it's coming from more your frontal cortex or whatever i don't, I don't know, know. I, I haven't thought of that before 
I, yeah. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, in music, I find like the best songs come from when not my not my analytical brain. That, see, up. and I would think the comedy would be similar. And when you're in a flow state on stage, that's not your analytical brain. Yes, or boxers when they box, that's, they're not in their analytical brain. You fucking hit the nail on the head my friend i am at my best when i am free flowing and things are just coming out That's like meditation conversational you know i feel like i've been pretty fucking funny so far you know in hysterical. little pockets yeah. and that's because i'm not sitting going well what about <laughs> yeah you know it's just letting it come out and that's or, what i want to do on stage yeah or like that little silence right there i was thinking too much yeah yeah but I dig that so, and you think that would come from meditation? I think that meditation helps. Yeah, it brings wow. you into the moment. I, I I use mantras a lot. Like mantras help. I my favorite, and Ehud hates it when I bring this one up. Is, is called, it get off meds? Ho'oponopono. Yeah. <laughs> Ho'oponopono. Uh, Ho'oponopono. This mm -hmm. ancient Hawaiian prayer. That's like, mm. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Whoa. And you just repeat that. And I like when I go on runs, I have that as a meditation in my head all the time. You know so what's like, funny? You you bring that up. I yeah. love you. I'm sorry and thank you. Please forgive me. Please I forgive me. Please forgive I, me. I, when I was younger, uh, I used when I used to masturbate. I used to pray mm -hmm. to all my dead relatives. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. While I was jerking off because wow. I felt so much shame with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all comes around. It all comes, it all comes full, around. Full circle. Wow. Full wow. circle jerk. Wow. Full yeah. circle jerk. <laughs> Keith Morris outside. We're riffing. We're riffing. We're riffing. We're going. So, so but yeah, but it it what it does is it 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 allows you to let go of like uh old programming and it allows you to forgive and it allows you to live out of inspiration rather than out of memory and it allows you to manifest a greater reality maybe you know i had no clue who you guys were and I you know. asked me to do the podcast and thanks i said yes it. thanks for having me i'm honored you guys would reach out and ask me that really yeah. means a lot but we're happy i to say have that to say this I come into this situation, we're in a fucking basement, who knows what's going to happen, and you just gave me the little angel star in the sky of the thing that I need to follow and do to yeah. get to my next step. Well, it's a powerful... Because it has been coming up so much in my life mm -hmm. that I need to meditate, and yeah. to hear you say it gets rid of your analytical brain, because uh, I do think so much, I obsess, but then when I'm in that moment and it's yeah. coming out free, I feel so centered and at peace, Yeah. and you're, you're saying that will come with meditation. It will, and this is a good motivation to run, because my but running do you, is... But do you ever get... Do you have, uh, sorry to interrupt. That's do you, okay. do you, with this, do you ever... I get a fear that it's too late. Oh, you're gonna do it and it's it's you should have done this years ago no, don't even dude, try now yeah how old are you 10 years old what are 11 you, 30 <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah you're how young. old are you 47 you look fucking great thanks god brother. damn thanks dude holy shit that's Poor why i'm promoting Jesus. clean living bro yeah <laughs> i mean like that's why i'm saying you're a kid like you got this like you got this now Man, like i needed so, that so, thank so you so check this out like That'll also motivate you to running because running is boring if you're just, oh, I'm just trying to do it so I look better right. and I have a sexy stomach well, when I, I sit down. But it's like, and thank, thank you for that. I'm going to take that yeah. one to the bank. Yeah, no, cash it in, I'm baby. I'm going to cash that one uh -huh. in, dog. Woo, woo, woo. But no, that's what's good about running is like you put that uh, meditation on 
And then, dude. That's how I feel when I ride my bike. When you, Riding my yeah, bike so is you meditative. Know, so you get it, too. Anyway. Very, so you're already yes. doing it. So you, I bet you when you ride, you have, like, great inspiration for jokes mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. When you when you add in some Ho'oponopono on top of that, it's like a powerhouse of inspiration. Damn. It's that's real, a, real that's, good see, I've, I've I'll a, send you some. Uh, please do. Because I think I have that latent fear of elevating and getting to the next. Because yeah. then, oh, God, what if I do that and then it doesn't work out? It's like, no, shut the fuck up. Just do it. Keep elevating. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Good uh, input, Ehud. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I needed that, man. Well, Thank so, you. Well, so, yeah, Ehud tells me not to Ehud, bring... And it does bad. get boring, I guess, like that I keep no, bringing that fine. up, but everybody oh, loves good. it. So. Dude, if you keep bringing it up and if one person's affected by it, then you did the right thing. Okay, good. What advice do you have for uh, podcasters about staying sharp and focused as podcasters? And, and we're, yeah, I mean, we're taking you, notes over here. You just said it. <clears throat> about staying centered and uh yeah in the moment not trying to stop it analyze you know just it's it's truly just having like a conversation almost. yeah 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 you just stay on that wave together and uh go with wherever it goes i find the best podcasts and the best conversations have no not so much an agenda, no agenda. but have no uh okay well we have to get here we have to get here yeah. you know they just kind of let it go I like to take notes though, so I know some stuff I want. That's like, perfect. Ask, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, but, yeah, and yeah. It, and then from there, let it flow and let it for go. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. I, this has been really fun. You yeah. guys got a, a fun thing down here. Thanks. Yeah, yeah we're we're uh, we're be, we're baby podcast, but uh, yeah, hopefully we're we're you're episode seven. Yeah, you're episode lucky number lucky seven. number seven, baby. Yeah. So how, and you have your own podcast too. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Well, I had my my own, my own, which was just me. I was, I was, you just know, just talking a solo dude, right? And then I'd interview people. More often than not, it'd be like people in the punk rock ska community. It was called Ian Finance's Wild World. And so I'd call an old friend from music high school, stuff. or yeah, very music based. You know, I'd That's call an old friend from high school, or, you know, my mom or a buddy of mine, or you know, I do phone interviews with. Uh, you know, I had Roger Merrick from Agnostic Front. I had Mike Park from Asia Man Records. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Hoya from Madball. I interviewed Lesson Jake. You know, uh, a bunch of like music that I dig. I would find people to talk to, but it got pretty exhausting with a bunch of other projects I have, where I would have to schedule these interviews, talk, edit, produce, put it out, mm-hmm. and um, I gained. You know. People dug it. I, I actually, I'm going on tour of Europe in the fall from the podcast, right. which is like crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's like I should do it, but you know, uh, but the podcast I have now is called Sex in the City. Oh, yeah, you, you already mentioned that. So yeah. And, and, what's, and what's that one? Me and a buddy are watching Sex in the City, and we just talk about it. It's oh. very fun and silly, and we talk about the show. Each episode, we kind of dissect and bring it back to our own lives and That's have a lot funny. of fun with it. Yeah, we've we've gotten like a pretty big fan base already. We're going to start doing live shows. Well, and what happens when you run out of episodes? <laughs> we're going to keep going. I mean, there's two yeah. movies, Analyze a bunch of movies. seasons. I mean, yeah, and then and, you can and always shift to another show. Yeah, if, yeah, if it's and, and it's also really about us, but the goal yeah. of every episode is to get Sarah Jessica Parker on. So That's funny. <laughs> yeah. and, and whose idea was that? That's local. A, that's a great idea. My buddy Jay Miller, who's a very funny person, comedian adjacent. Uh, he was a producer on Impractical Jokers, and he's just oh, they're funny as one hell. of the funniest people I know, yeah. man. And he and I have a good dynamic. He's like a consummate pessimist. I'm I'm a wide-eyed optimist, and so we yeah. we work well together. You That's know? cool. Yeah, we're trying to get sponsored by Hims, the hair care product, because he does he uses Hims. What's and, Hims? Uh, 
Hims is this. Oh my I god! I see it on the subway. I don't know what it, it is. is. I so it was dumb. The sex, sex, it is. Uh, it is like. Well, they have one for. They they have one for Viagra, and then they have one for hair, where it's supposed to. It's like a new age Rogaine, right? But all you do to get is you take a picture of your head, you send it to them, and then answer like four questions, and then they send you a chemical, a pill that you take and like shit you put in your head and for the first three months you're supposed to get depressed yeah. lose your hair and then it grows back this is going full circle <laughs> back to your meds bro because do you know also Viagra? i ain't taking it but do you, but meds in general do you know that viagra uh was a blood pressure medicine well, yeah. and then they noticed it's a side effect and they noticed it's a side effect and then so you so they had an ad company make up a condition called erectile dysfunction that didn't even exist -uh. that is true look into that whoa that is true that gives you a little like. Welcome to Joe's conspiracy corner. I know. What What do you think about landing. flat Earth? Right, right. <laughs> Are you flat earther? I am. Here we go. A, a little pause. You believe in a flat Earth? I did not say that. Uh huh. To look no. into it, not because you know. It's interesting. There's a, the theories are. Oh, we're trying to get a, my a flat God. earther. In we are. We do want to interview a flat yeah. earther. We're open. We're open here. We don't. We you know. Whatever. What about the moon landing? Oh, you're getting judgy? What about the moon landing? <laughs> We're not flat earthers. We're open. We're open to I don't It's a slippery slope. Being believe... open to flat earthers is the gateway drug are, to we are, fucking... We are, open. Open. we are open to all philosophies. Uh -huh. I mean, Elon Musk says this is a simulation, so who knows what, you know, who knows? I've had that fear, you know? and it's like, is this all real? And it's like, well, even I don't if think it's this not, is a just like enjoy it while you're here. I just think it's fun to think about these yeah. things. But that medicine thing is is true though. Viagra. Well, if you're open to flat earth, I'm not going to really listen to your opinion on medication. So. It was it was going so well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is great, man. I've I've had fun. Yeah, I've had fun too. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure was mine. Yeah. This is great. I I I got a good vibe from you guys. I rolled up jam and Marilyn Manson. We went and got a coffee. Fuck yeah. Marilyn Manson from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. No way. Yep. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, explains, I love that. It explains it. Yep. Explains a lot. We gotta come see. You. We gotta come see you at the cellar, man. Yeah. I also I do gigs everywhere else. I yeah. I've done a show at Coney Island, baby. They have shows here every Tuesday. It's very fun. Um, oh, you do them here. Yeah, my, my two buddies of mine run a show here every oh. Tuesday. I've done it. I, I do a ton of bar shows. Other clubs treat me really well, oh, which okay, is great. Cool. If um, I wanted to like start doing like open mic and like dip my toe into I would go to the Creek comedy. in the Cave. Creek in the Cave is the best fucking venue. They got open mics every night, 6 p.m., 11 p.m. Creek in the Cave. Long Island City, 1093 okay. Jackson Avenue. Go there, check it out, support the, the venue. Rebecca Trent, amazing person. Okay. Rebecca uh, Trent. Get a burrito the at the Cali-style Mexican place upstairs. No carbs, bro. No oh, carbs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can get... Uh, <laughs> no carbs and flat earth. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no flatbread, but that's maybe some flat earth. That's the name of your first comedy <laughs> album. That's perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got a website, ianfinance.com, with all my dates and everything. Okay. I'm, I, I bop around the city every night. I'm, so I get to take a night off. I'm... I, every problem I have today is a good problem. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I we, can't complain. We got them luxury problems now. That's right, dog. Congratulations on your work and your sobriety and Thank everything, you, man. man. It's I real appreciate good to meet it. you. You too. Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono. Ian Fidance. That's right. 
And uh, thanks, Ehud. Check us out thanks, on uh, what Patreon. We already S- plugged support that. Us. Support us. Patreon slash Come to Where I'm From. Yeah. Yep. Check out Ian. Check out Ian. I Animal on Instagram. I Just animal. got to 10K, baby. Me too. Me too. Hell yeah. I followed you today. Yeah, nice. Fo- thank fo- you. I can swipe you. up finally. I know. That's a, that's right? a hot move. I know. Now I, like I can that. fucking move yeah. more tickets. Do you have a blue check on Instagram? No, no blue check. I'm a nobody. Yeah, I'm gonna get it though. Don't worry. I'm we're supposed try, to. I'm supposed to. to figure out how I'm to supposed get to get mine this week. If yeah. you get a blue check before me, I'm gonna kill myself, uh, dude. That's gonna happen. That's already a lock, bro. Do you have management? What is it for your music, bro? It's a lock. I'm blue check before you. Damn. <laughs> well, you might you know. as well go ahead and not kill yourself. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Hey, we're all our own blue checks. You exactly. gotta find the blue check within yourself. Exactly. Blue check your own damn heart. Yeah. Blue check yourself before you wreck yourself. Blue check yourself before you wreck yourself, <laughs> baby. <laughs> My man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Good to see you. Hey. You too. All right. Yeah, let me just That's a wrap. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah.